Hello, Purse Strings listeners. Thank you for listening to WebmasterRadio.fm's most decorated radio series. Discover the Purse Strings listening experience in a brand new way. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available for iPhone and Android. Listen to new episodes live every week or download any of the over 200 past episodes or sample from our extensive library of radio shows that every internet marketer should check out without opening up your purse. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app in the iTunes store or in Google Play today. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Webmaster Radio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. You're going to learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Of course. Well, a little info from Google. Uh, this is from Adam Grunewald, who's, who's writing on behalf of Google. And they're talking about today uh, the effect the effectiveness of mobile ads at driving traffic. And those of us in the ad biz know that mobile is increasingly critical, getting our um, clients' messages into the right consumer's hands, literally, with smartphones. And one of the things that Google looked at was um, if smartphone owners were performing, uh, how they were performing searches. They know that 61% of smartphone smartphone owners perform searches on their smartphones every day. 61%, that's big. And they were really looking at how many unique site visits are driven by search ads. And I know in our business, we look at advertising, TV, radio, out of home, print, mobile. We look at all of them and we say, well, what's going to what's gonna be most effective reaching consumers? Well, according to Google, um, and of course it's their business, so why wouldn't they say this, but mobile ads um, are definitely striking a chord. What they did is they looked at um, 327 advertising accounts from 12 different industry verticals, uh, ranging from automotive to travel to consumer packaged goods between March of 2012 and April of 2013. And um, what they were doing is looking at um, if clicks on mobile ads uh, were incremental to organic clicks and if they were really impacting those search results. And what they found is yes, in short term, yes, that is true. They found that 88% of clicks on mobile search ads are incremental to organic clicks. And in fact, they say these clicks would not have been replaced by organic clicks if the search ads were paused. Now, those of you who are not in this business may find that I'm talking Greek right now. But those of you who know what I'm talking about are probably shaking your head. According to Google, mobile ads do have significant impact and are complementary to organic search results. They saw this across all verticals. In fact, all verticals saw more than an 80% incremental click rate from mobile search ads. So for advertisers out there listening today, Google's saying think about a mobile strategy when planning campaigns and budgets to ensure that you're capturing all consumers looking for your product. 
product or service on a smartphone. Now, that's one of the reasons they claim they introduced AdWords. Um, AdWords takes into account the user's location, device, time of day, other important uh, signals, and, and it really allows them to personalize campaigns. So, uh, think about that. Again, if it's Greek to you, you might just want to go on and do a little research. Otherwise, if it's not Greek to you, you may say, gosh, Marie, I already knew that. I didn't. I found it interesting, which is why I share it with you today. Well, our first pro- profile today is Alpha Mom, and I can guarantee you she has a smartphone. She's a Gen Y mom, kind of on steroids, if you will. Uh, 1.6 million of women out there, 39 years old, college grads, employed full-time. Yep, they've got kids at home. And they're making a good chunk of change, over $121,000 each and every year. Uh, They consider themselves influential trendsetters, uh, very individualistic, ambitious, and motivated, taking charge of life, taking advantage of living in the moment a little bit as well. They value quality, so they do seek out designers. They feel like it's worth paying more for quality goods and enjoy owning good, good things. Um, and they do switch things up. They'll shop new stores. Um, they'll switch up brands. But again, it has to be about quality. They're shopping at Neiman Marcus, uh, Williams-Sonoma, Nordstrom are big ones. They're driving Volvo and BMWs. And they're wearing... Um, Vera Wang and Christian Dior, Prada and Chanel. Uh, When it comes to media, um, they're reading a lot of different kinds of publications. Uh, Vogue continues to be big with them. W, Better Homes and Gardens, Time in Style. Um, They're watching news, uh, cable news outlets like CNN and getting um, their home and garden information from HGTV and TLC. Um, And they're online quite a bit as well as you can imagine. Uh, CNN.com is a big and for them, uh, they're booking a lot of travel um, and doing a lot of research as well. Today, we're going to be talking about women in financial services. And it's one industry that I think has been struggling for years about how to crack the code into connecting with women. We know women have a higher fear threshold when it comes to financial services. They don't feel like they're smart enough, capable enough, um, and a little bit scared at creating that first conversation with a financial advisor. And sadly, Many financial advisors just do not know how to connect with women. There is a woman out there who's trying to change this, one financial advisor at a time, um, Adri Miller-Heckman. She has a consultancy that really does look at arming financial advisors with information on how to connect with affluent women. And as she's going to tell me, if you connect with affluent women really, really well, you're going to connect with men too. She's been a national trainer for Smith Barney and the director of National sales for women and company a division of Citigroup. she's also an author we're going to talk about her latest book when purse strings returns after the break okay time for something we can all relate to shopping purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I signed us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Are your online campaigns getting more clicks than conversions? Then you need to sign up for Conversion Conferences 2013, happening September 30th through October 2nd in Boston. If you want to start increasing revenue and stop wasting money, you ought to be at Conversion Conferences 2013. Discover why Conversion Conference was selected as one of 2013's must-attend conferences by under 30 CEO and why over 900 leading companies send their marketing teams, web designers, and executives. What's more, webmasterradio.fm listeners get a 10% discount on their pass. Simply register online at conversionconference.com with promo code WMFM or click through the Conversion Conference banners on the webmasterradio.fm website. Wouldn't it be nice to invest less and convert more? See you at Conversion Conference East 2013 in Boston, September 30th through October 2nd. Sign up with promo code WMFM for 10% off registration right now at conversionconference.com. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report, your home for the latest on Internet law and policy from Capitol Hill to the White House, the Courthouse to the State House, the FTC to the State Attorney General, the Cyber Law and Business Report, on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Joining me today is Adri Miller-Heckman, who focuses her consultancy on assisting financial advisors to market to affluent women. Uh, she's been a trainer for Smith Barney and the Director of National Sales for Women & Co., a division of Citigroup. And she's authored a number of books, including seminars for the financial advisor and her latest, The Keys to the Ladies' Room, a new business model for financial advisors. And I'm thrilled to have Adri on. Welcome, Adri. Thank you, Marie. I'm glad to be here. Really excited to have you on, but before we get into the financial advisors and, and the financial industry, I have to delve a little bit more on some things I read about you in your bio that I found absolutely fascinating. Uh, one, of course, is that you played volleyball at UNC Chapel Hill, which is, people who listen to the show know that Carolina is near and dear to my heart, and then you went on to play uh, for the U.S. Navy, winning the National Armed Forces Championship. That must have been been quite the uh, quite the personal achievement there. You know, it just kind of, I was actually stationed on a ship in um, Scotland, Holy Lock, Scotland, and they reached out to me and said, we heard you played volleyball, so they sent me back to California, <laughs> and that's what I did for a portion of my time in the U.S. Navy, and it was, it was very fun, but I was ready, I was 27 by the time I finished, I was ready to be done. Yeah, that's a lot of volleyball, you know, <laughs> expanding your college career and then until you're 27. But what a great way to spend your time, a little bit of your time anyway, in the Navy. That's great. Yes, it was. It was a, it was a nice change and a, a real opportunity. It was actually 
I played for the Navy, and they have a um, inner service tournament. We won that, and then they pick an armed forces team to go to the nationals. We didn't win that, but we still had a good time. Oh, super fun. And then what, what kind of came out of the blue for me was that you trained um, in an outrigger canoe and paddled across the Molokai Channel in Hawaii, which having done some research on that, I know is considered one of the most difficult swimming channels in the world. So yes. I have to ask, what led you to train in an outrigger canoe? You know, living in Newport Beach, um, I was actually working in the stock brokerage business at the time as an assistant, and it's a very competitive sport. And I was looking for something to fill the void of volleyball and started paddling for Offshore Canoe Club and was one of the 13 selected to go to the Molokai race. And this is from the island of Molokai to the, um, to the beaches of Oahu, it is 32 miles through the most treacherous waters. Fortunately, the swells were not too big, but it was, it is a very intensive sport. Uh, it's not just like the Hawaii Five O commercial or the previews, <laughs> right. but it was fun. It was very fun, and I got to paddle with some Olympic kayaks, so that was even more special. Super, I mean, really exciting stuff. And, you know, I love, yeah. I'm so interested in people's personal hobbies and passions because I do think it tells, it tells me a lot about that person. And I can tell you're intensely competitive. So it's not surprising at all that you've achieved uh, some of the highest ranks in your professional career as well. And, well, thank um, you. And I'm thrilled to have you on to talk about a lot of things related to the financial industry, um, especially because it's one, I think, that hasn't quite cracked the code when it comes to marketing to women. And I know in your latest book is called The Keys to the Ladies' Room. Tell us a little bit about that, if you would. Well, The Keys to the Ladies' Room is really to help financial advisors better attract the female client. And we really focus on the unique strengths that women bring to the table, and then we build on those strengths. And the, the, what I love about the book myself is that it's a how-to. I don't spend a lot of time talking about the statistics and the conceptual factors. They're in there. But it's more about, okay, now, how do I do this? How do I communicate to women? How do I market myself? And what's interesting, Maria, is that when you use this model, and build this new business model to attract more women, you actually attract more male clients as well. Mm -hmm. Because women are influencing the way business should be done on Wall Street. And so men want that relationship. They want the transparency. They really want all the things that women need to transact business. They just don't know how to ask for it. And so while people think they're just building a practice here to attract the women, no, they're building a practice that will attract and, and differentiate them from all the other advisors for the next decade. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm not surprised too terribly by that because I know in other industries we've always said that if you meet the expectations of, um, if you exceed the expectations, if you, excuse me, let me say that correctly. If you meet the expectations of women, you exceed the expectations of men because they don't, we as women are, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but we have these really high expectations. We have things we need to know about our brands, about services that we demand. And a lot of uh, men are more transactional 
potentially, and mm-hmm. um, and they may not even know that they need these things until you deliver it to them, and then they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is fabulous." Women You're absolutely are right because for it. women are more global in the way they perceive everything around them, and so they require more um, a different approach that touches a lot of different aspects of what's important to them where men are more linear. They are the hunters. And so they're very focused on what's right in front of them. Um, so it, it, it really doesn't, you know, it's interesting. When I built my own practice back in Newport Beach for Smith Barney, I found that from day one, I focused on the women's market, and I had a story, and a story is very important, and I shared why I did this. And every time I shared it with a man, he would immediately say something like, you know, you need to talk to my mother, or you need to talk to my wife. And 70% of my, my contacts within my client base were the men, and it's because most men want their wives involved. And when they see that you are a financial advisor, whether you're a woman or a man, and you are truly making an effort to communicate and engage their wives, they want to do business with you as well. Mm-hmm. So as much as we look at, you know, men are linear and women are more global and this is what women want, men want it too. And they see the value in this because they love and respect their wives. Mm-hmm. Well, and that that is absolutely right. And they more than anything, they they appreciate um, professional and personal respect as well. Again, you're you're achieving on both male That's and exactly right. yeah female need need states really. And That's I know right. you say yourself that you do help financial advisors market to affluent women. You've just said though that you'll also capture men in that in that process as well. But you. Oh, I've I've looked at the the financial industry and I've looked at who plays in in that space and it seems to me that it is an industry that has been slow to recognize women as a fantastic opportunity that we are and and maybe they do see them as an opportunity yes as an opportunity but maybe they just haven't quite figured out how to appeal to us if you agree with that statement why has it been slow in in considering mm-hmm. And how to reach out to women because we are 51% of the population. We hold trillions in financial power. We're one of the fastest growing demographics in the country, single head of household. So it just seems odd to me that that this industry isn't really going more full board to, to capture us as, as clients. You know, industry, uh, I think if you look at management in the financial services industry, I think women comprise maybe 18% of the management positions, and those are the people making the decisions. I don't think it's that, and I'm just going to say because of that, because of that um, percentage, I'm going to talk about men in management positions. I don't think it's that they want to go down that road. They don't know how. And so I look at, if you look at all the conferences and all the seminars that are put out for, for, to attract the female client, it's all still based on the male model. Mm-hmm. If you look at this industry was built by men to help male advisors attract male clients. And so the whole model, whether it's marketing or prospecting or communicating, was designed around this model that really works for a long time. But it's not working as well anymore. And so they're trying to make changes. For example, in the seminars, and and I know you mentioned we're going to talk about this a little bit, but 
the seminars that are provided by big financial services firms, where the content is becoming better, they still focus on product. And while the content is becoming better, they still do the presentation the male way. So for example, in the Savvy Woman Seminar that I created, it's not about investing. It's about women's strengths. How you use those same strengths as a woman and apply that to managing your money. Instead of making the woman convert to the man's way of addressing money, we're saying, ladies, you've made great decisions about life using your strengths. Let's take those same strengths and, and apply it to how you manage money instead of trying to fit into the male model. Mm -hmm. But... The way the presentation is handled and presented is totally different. While I provide a PowerPoint, a PowerPoint isn't even needed because it's not about the male models. I stand up here and do all the speaking and you listen and I tell you what you need to know. Mm -hmm. The Savvy Women Seminar is very different. It's about engaging the women. It's about getting them to talk. And when they start talking with each other and you, that's when the magic happens, mm -hmm. and it truly does. And that's why the old school was get 30 to 50 people in a room, present a product, and boom, mm -hmm. you need this, you've got a problem, i got the solution, sign up. doesn't work that way. This is about building relationships, and I tell financial advisors that have used my seminar, 12 women is the magic number. Because when you only have 12 women in the room, they interact. Nobody hides in the back. And the more they interact and you pose open questions and let them come up with the answers, mm -hmm. that's when they become connected to you. So everything, I think that the management thinks they understand how to approach the female, but they don't. And it's because there are not enough women in upper management, but also Maria. You have to think that they lean on, they reach out to the women, the senior women that have succeeded. And I have seen that there are two kinds of women that, women that have succeeded as a financial advisor. And by the way, those numbers are low. Mm -hmm. Helping, getting women to succeed as financial advisors, they're struggling. And there are two kinds of women. One who has totally adapted the male model and truly lost a part of her feminine self, but she's barreled through it and learned how to do it the man's way. They're not the best role models because what they have done is lost a big part of themselves and adapt to this model that really made it more difficult to build a business. The other kind of woman, which are fewer, but there are more of them coming up the ranks, are those that truly trusted their instincts, followed the path they knew that was right, and succeeded. And that's a lot of what I did. My manager gave me, you know, open boundaries. Um, he knew me because I had worked for him, and I just followed what I knew to be passionate that I was passionate about, I knew what worked for women, and I truly stayed that path. And I didn't realize it at the time how effective those strategies were until I started coaching and training, and then I looked back.
And then you realized, you realized, yeah, I was on to something there. I was brilliant. <laughs> I was brilliant, exactly. I was so ahead of the game. <laughs> and so, you know, and the other factor is, too, I'm a rogue. And, you know, being a rogue, you, you can achieve great levels of success, and you can also rub people the wrong way that are the followers, mm-hmm. that, that don't want to shake things up. But you need to have people out there that have the courage to face up to that. And you know, over the last five years, I've been um, in, in lots of meetings with senior men from different corporations, and they have talked to me about how they need to market to women. And the moment I share with them, let me tell you why that doesn't work, and let me tell you what you need to do. They truly sit back and say, okay, we get it. I understand we don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And they truly will relinquish. But most people that are in the corporate world don't want to really go that far against the stream. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I guess it's, it's uncomfortable for them, you know, and they, they know they do what's comfortable what they know you know you you do what you know you do what's comfortable for you and it is out of their comfort their comfort level but if you can prove that it works it's hard it's hard to argue with results and I I did want to ask you about your work with women and co because at least outwardly and I can't I'd love for you to to shed some light on this if they really Citibank really has cracked the code but just from an outward perspective perspective looking at the website and the the advertising and their communications to women it feels like they are connecting with women potentially better than anybody else in the category i'd be curious what your thoughts are well let me give you uh, an example when i worked at women and company it was on park avenue in new york and there was maybe one or two men it was all women mm-hmm. and what yeah, was exactly. really fun it was what was really fun is after lunch, instead of talking about the latest football game, we all shared our new shoes. Now, I say that in, in, in jest, but it's true. We, as all women, we got to talk about the things that were really of interest to us, and I think that kept the environment um, true to its nature, and its nature was to really create an environment where the women clients at Smith Barney and then Sibank felt like we were addressing their needs and issues. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely ahead of its time. Um, but it continues today. And Lynn Descano has done a fabulous job in her LinkedIn networks um, and is a brilliant blogger and writer, but has continued to really, you know, present that model for women and company and they would host events we would have master mm-hmm. events in major yep. cities across the united states um we set up a lot of this was um i set up some you know regular conference calls to help financial advisors understand but it was almost too far ahead does that mm-hmm. make sense or it's time for its time yep. Yep. yeah and i think yep. maybe the industry is starting to catch up because i i have um i have paid particular interest to this in the last six months actually for I, I can't get into why but anyway I have, yeah. and I, I actually 
looked at the competitive set, and I have to say that I think Women and Company is is doing a lot of right things. And I'm seeing a lot of wrong things at other financial institutions. And I know, granted, you you probably have loyalty to Citibank, but I'm, I'm curious, do you feel other financial institutions are starting to kind of catch up knowing that Women and Co. were blazing that trail so early um, in the marketplace? Do you feel like financial institutions are starting to get it or are they still just lagging way too far behind? Now, I think they're starting to get it. I've seen more women's initiatives right now than ever before. Now, remember back in um, the late, I'm going to say 19, it was probably around 1998, when I became a national training officer and I moved from Newport Beach to Connecticut, that was in September of 2000, and Smith Barney and Merrill Lynch and, and maybe some other similar firms were, were hit with a, a class action suit based on the boom, boom room. And... They were mandated by the courts. Now, forgive me if I get these numbers absolutely correct, but I believe it was they were required that 25% of their new hires had to be women. Mm. And when I was a national training officer, I, I had come on board just after that initiative started, and they were truly, they upped their number. Smith Barney upped it to 30 or 35 percent, and we did have about 30 to 35 percent come through the training program. So, brand new advisors, but it didn't stick, and I'll tell you why it didn't stick. One of the reasons, you know, the way a manager could monitor performance of a financial advisor is to look at their calls, Mm -hmm. their cold calls going in and out of the office, and that was a very easily measurable tool, but women's strengths were networking. And managers couldn't manage that. They didn't know how to track that. So mm-hmm. I think in many cases it was assumed that they were out getting their nails done, not making connections with other organizations. Mm-hmm. So they, the women that were hired really didn't get the support that they needed. And it's, it's been a struggle. And I cannot tell you, Maria, how many females I have coached. I mean, these are strong strong, disciplined women who have exceeded expectations in other fields and are hired on to become a financial advisor. And many times on the first call, they will break down and cry. And it's almost tears of relief because they finally found someone who's going to coach them and teach them how to do this and support them in a way that works for them because they knew this wasn't right for them, but Mm -hmm. they didn't know another way. Mm -hmm. So, I think that, I mean, I would love for one of these companies to say, Adri, we need you to run the women's initiative to apply all your model and let it rip. Mm -hmm. And we would take it and we could create that model that would become the model for everyone. But until that happens, and, you know, they're giving financial advisors um, a better seminar, but they're not really teaching them how a better to do it. way. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we come back, Adri. I, I do want to talk about what is the better way? What are the things that advisors should be saying to women and how they should be connecting with them? And I know you've covered a little bit of this already, and I know you do it in your, your seminar, Savvy Women Invest on Purpose, but we're going to talk about it in more details when we come back in just a moment. Sounds great. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. 
Her Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Let's go inside the WebmasterRadio.fm production studio, where the production team is stitching up podcasts to load up into the WebmasterRadio.fm Stitcher channel. Rock on, Laurie, and rock the world with LinkedIn. Welcome to Domain Masters, a show where you learn to be the master of your domain. Yeah, I want to welcome you to this edition of the SEO Rockstars. Hi, this is Bennett Kelly, and you're listening to the Cyber Law and Business Report. And welcome to CEO Coach. Listen to all of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm podcasts without downloading. Only on the WebmasterRadio.fm Stitcher channel. Just click on the Stitcher banner on our website. It's time to get fired up. Fired Up is a show that delivers both business impact and social importance. Our host, Gordon Rudell, will share ideas on how to create higher returns on your communication investments by engaging the people who matter most. Fired Up with Gordon Rudell, on demand anytime, inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. I've been chatting today with Adri Miller-Heckman. She focuses her consultancy on assisting financial advisors to market to women. But as I've learned, if you if you market to affluent women, you're going to definitely meet the needs of men as well. She's been a national trainer for Smith Barney and also has worked for Women & Co., a division of Citigroup. And if you know the financial industry, you know Women & Co. really blaze the trail when it comes to marketing to women. She has a new book out called The Keys to the Ladies' Room a new business model for financial advisors. And right before the break, uh, we were talking about what it's going to take to make Mm. uh, change in the financial um, industry. And it's been slow, definitely slow. But it seems like it's almost like a one financial advisor at a time tactic. And I know this is what you really focus your consultancy on. And I'm curious, um, you know, we've talked about how women you teach financial advisors how to really change their approach to connect with women, which leads me to my question is, what are women looking for? What are, what are, what are those low-hanging kind of fruit um, options for financial advisors that they just need to recognize that women, women want to know? And, and part of it, you, you shared a little bit, is that they want to be heard. That's part of mm-hmm. it. They want to be engaged. They want to be interactive. What else do you have on that topic? Well, I, I think it goes deeper because they do talk about women want to be heard, but 
how do you do that? How do you draw them out? When you have a couple come in and the male and the husband is the dominant source, how do you engage her? And I think you have to look beyond and you have to look at what are women's strengths. And that's a part of the, the Keys to the Ladies Room book and the live workshop that I host is, you know, what are women's strengths? Well, the ones that we really focus on are women are driven by a purpose. And it usually goes beyond a paycheck and the money. You can ask a man, what are your financial goals? But when you speak to a woman, you need to look at what is the purpose for your money, Mrs. Smith? Very different language, but you must understand why that is important to her. And there are other things that fall in line with that purpose. She wants to know what's your purpose. Because she's assuming the only reason you're being nice to her and courting her is because you want her money. And so you have to look, how does that need for purpose apply to women? And how do you address that as a financial advisor? Another factor, women are totally relationship-based. What does that mean? You know, and how do you apply that to, their, to your practice so that they get that? And then another area, women are multitaskers. And to be a multitasker, you develop processes in your life that allow you to juggle multiple things. Well, as a financial advisor, your process needs to make a woman's life easier, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. <laughs> right. Right? So <laughs> if you look at the industry, instead of prospecting, selling, and closing the deal, we have to get rid of those terminologies completely. Nobody wants to be prospected. I'm sure you hate to be sold to, Maria. Mm-hmm. And the stuff being closed on is just uh, horrible. Disgusting. Disgusting, yes. right? The new paradigm is building relationships, inspiring people to consider other options, and motivating them to take action that is good for them. So those are the three new, the basis, the foundation to the new paradigm. Taking it a little bit further, in working with the financial advisor, there are three real core components that we build upon. First, they have to have a story. Mm-hmm. And that story needs to be why I want to work with women. And I used to tell that story whether I was cold calling, whether I was networking, whatever I was doing, I'd talk about my father. Now, he was a great investor. And he really wanted my mother to get involved. But when she did, just because she couldn't understand yield and P.E. ratio, he made her feel stupid. Mm. And the worst part was she believed him. Mm. And so it was my mission that when I became a financial advisor, I would do whatever I could to create an environment where women loved to become involved with their finances, were, was open to becoming more knowledgeable and education, and became more confident in making financial decisions. That story sets the tone for everything going forward. Mm -hmm. Another piece that my financial advisors create is their intro script. This isn't an elevator script. It is an intro script that has four components, how you describe what you do. The next piece is how, how you describe who you work with. The next piece is the three things that are most important to women. And the fourth piece is how to package your solutions. So instead of a financial advisor walking around with an old brown bag, and in that brown bag is the planning tools and the products and services and the educational events, 
We now repackage that in three Tiffany's boxes. And each box has a label, and it's organized, and it's easily identified. And so those are, and then the last piece is a value statement. And that is answering the question, why should I do business with you? And the answer has nothing to do with the tools, the resources, and the sense of security. It's about, let me tell you why. Because I was a woman. I did go through divorce. I know what you're experiencing. But as a professional woman, I have learned that if we just take it and break it into bite-sized pieces, we start to feel more confident. Therefore, my true value as your financial advisor is to understand what your experience, to help you break it down into smaller bite-sized pieces so you start building your confidence in what you're mm-hmm. capable of. Mm-hmm. And so if you're building your confidence, you know, you're going to have that trust factor with the person who you got is it. building that confidence. So it really becomes a partnership as opposed to you're selling me on yes. why me, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you, as a financial advisor, if you come in every day and says, and, and instead of saying, how many people can I prospect today? How many relationships can I start today? Mm-hmm. How many relationships can I enhance on? Because that just takes on a whole different perception. So I, I wish I could tell you that it's easy to convert your practice to a female-friendly, but I will tell you that... When financial advisors go through my Keys to Ladies Room Life workshop or when they go through the telecast, they get it. They truly get it. Mm-hmm. And we do talk about the brain. And really, this is at the beginning of the workshop, the differences between the male brain and the woman's brain. And we have fun with it mm-hmm. so that nobody feels offended. It's not about better or worse. It's just about a woman who is a peacock coming into the land of... Here's a great example. Here's a great example. There's a firm that I've been um, developing a relationship with, and the head of the firm loves the fact, you know, really is committed to advancing, um, helping their advisors really do a better job with the women. And so he's created this whole model, and it's fabulous. When I came into his office and I walked around, I was given a tour. It's beautifully decorated. really looks nice. There's a small conference room with six chairs in it. Then the larger room. So we sat in the larger conference room, big black boardroom, leather chairs, beautiful, long, dark wood table. And I said, well, if you're really in the conversation, I said, if you're really committed to the women's market, then that back conference room, you're going to redecorate it completely with antique white, beautiful mm-hmm. upholstery, velvet, nice chandelier. It looks so boys clubby oh. and ostentatious. <laughs> I said, how could you take a woman who is uncomfortable with finances and put her in a big old black leather chair that she can mm-hmm. by and think she's going to feel comfortable? And yeah. you know, immediately remodeling that room. Yeah. So, it, it, it's it's... It is a model. Um, I've developed the model, and it works. And even female advisors need it, Maria, because they have lost sight mm-hmm. of how to do this based on their instincts. Yep. Yeah, they've kind of gone, they've had to go with the flow as opposed to go against the grain and, and risk a little bit for a greater reward. And as you said, you know, if you go 
with your gut on this. And we we all know intuitively what women want. And, you know, you're not only going to get the women, but you're going to get the men. And you're going to get yes. their wives and their mothers. Yes. And so it's a, it's a win-win for everybody involved. You just have to maybe reconnect yourself to what's working. And, and that's why I would love to um, have people check out your site. And I'm assuming your site is the best place to reach you, Adri? Yes. Okay. Yes. okay. Yeah, so it's adrimillerheckman.com, um, and that's A-D-R-I-Miller-H-E-C-K-M-A-N.com, all one word, uh, but definitely, and, and also, I mean, I know that you're, you're, you're a B2B training advisors, but I think if people are listening today that are interested in learning more about your consultancy, maybe they're not financial advisors, but just some of the tenements that you share with how to connect with women, I think really transcends Almost any industry, frankly. Well, I'll tell you, in October, I'm going to be speaking to about 150 attorneys. Mm-hmm. And their issues are the same. So, yes, this model, this philosophy applies to any industry right now. Mm-hmm. And any financial advisor that takes this on is going to, is going to give themselves the greatest gift they could ever give in terms of, because there are, Reasons why you should target the women's market, but reasons why you want to. Mm -hmm. And they will build your business for you. Mm -hmm. For sure. Word of mouth is a powerful thing, and goodness knows we know how to do that. (laughs) We do know how to do that, and we're good at it. Very good at it. Adri, thank you so much for coming on the program today and, and sharing, you know, these gems of wisdom, which I know you have many more, but we've run out of time. But I thank know. You well, Maria, so much. I, I I really appreciate what you're trying to do out there, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Uh, thrilled to have you, and thanks to my producer George for getting us on and off seamlessly for yet another show. And join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at three o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.